in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. I spent some time thinking about how I wanted to frame this podcast, which this episode, it's for everybody, but for entrepreneurs in particular. I am advising some friends on, on various businesses, one in the asset, actually two in the asset management space, one in the technology space, one is a, a senior exec in technology, a C-level exec, not just senior, but C-level, who is contemplating a move, whether it be to another firm or starting his own firm or partnering with, with private equity to maybe roll up a particular space within technology and we're kind of reviewing all that. Another friend is within the asset management space, running his own firm. And then another friend is a portfolio manager working for an asset manager who's doing the work to, to roll out his own, his own fund. And it got me thinking about my experience, their experience, my experience both within CEO Radar, but even back when I was an investment banker and back when I was leading a software M&A organization, I would see this with startup companies of all sizes. And I guess what this, this episode is about is once you've done the due diligence, once you've done the work, and you've put more time in on a particular issue than, than anybody in the world, frankly, you know what you've done more so than anybody. So let's say you're starting a new business within the technology space. Let's say it's perhaps the healthcare IT business and it's a, a, a new niche. There's, you know, there's an opportunity to either re-engineer an established space or to create a, a, a brand new uh, niche offering. And you've put the time in. Or let's say you're an investment portfolio manager and you're thinking about a new product that you would roll out for your startup asset management firm, a product like it does not exist. Maybe you've discovered a way to, to create a hybrid of sorts where you're using a combination of fundamental analysis and technology to, to uh, drive idea flow, whatever the case may be. But let's say you've, you've done the work, you've done your due diligence. You know, there, there are several subjects you've evaluated, several you know, primary subject areas that you've evaluated and you've put in couple hundred hours, few hundred hours, whatever the case may be, but you've done a ton of due diligence. And you know that you're more informed about that particular thing than anybody else in the world. So why would you question yourself? And it's human nature. I I understand why. But don't. When you kind of feel that voice creeping up and saying, you know, geez, I don't know. Geez, is timing right? Geez, the kids aren't through school. I could afford for them to go to college. The house is paid for. I could afford this, but if I wait a couple years, it'll be a lot easier or a little bit easier. If I wait five or seven years, it'll be a cakewalk. But here's what I can promise you, that once you do jump in, there are going to be a number of learnings, a number of obstacles that you did not anticipate. And you will be better off at that entrepreneurial venture if you start sooner rather than later. Start at 40 versus 45 years old. Start at 45 years old versus 52 years old. It's not just a question of capital. It's a question of getting it right. It's a question of vetting the idea. And once you could put your idea into practice, get customer feedback, incorporate that feedback into your, into your platform, make the platform even better, uh, 
but even before you roll out your your business to customers that period where let's talk about a, a technology business for a second that that period between idea to rollout where you have to think through the architectural issues the engineering issues sourcing people so on and so forth and all those decisions that have to go into the the design phase the engineering phase the development phase the the beta testing phase early feedback when you release it maybe to limited customers friends and family whatever whatever the case may be there are a lot of incremental steps that have to happen before that first dollar of revenue and so the sooner you can get it whatever it is out there into the world and learn even if there aren't, aren't any major hiccups you're going to learn things once you've rolled your product or service out and you're going to want to incorporate those learnings into the product maybe there will be major changes to your product product strategy maybe there won't be major changes but there'll be a series of minor changes and you'll want to recalibrate your, your product or service so there's going to be a ton of learning opportunity and experience that's going to take place not just in the first two to three years but always if you have your eyes and ears open and if you want to learn so the sooner you can start the better timing will never be perfect it's more than just about capital and, and finances. The sooner you get to product market fit, the easier it's going to be to generate each new sale. The lower the cost of customer acquisition is going to be. The easier it will be to grow revenue, hire people. The easier it will be to bring on outside capital, if that's what you want to do. So in order to maximize time to product market fit that's probably a whole nother episode in terms of techniques and tactics and things like this but in terms of just advice i think the most important thing i could say is to get out there and do it now because if you don't do it now no matter how efficient you are at it you're not going to achieve product market fit you're not going to bring your product to fruition until you start doing it so the most important thing then is to start doing it that's all for now see you next time